Well, hey, everyone. This is Craig Valentine from TurbulenceTraining.com and TTFatLoss.com. Wishing you a happy Easter for everybody listening to this call on the weekend. Um, it is our holiday here, and we are going to make sure that everyone's going to enjoy a reward meal, some family time. And remember, if you do fall off track this weekend, don't fret about it. Just, you know, get back on track as soon as possible. It's no big deal. It's just one meal or, you know, one afternoon. You're not going to gain 10 pounds in a weekend. So no worries. And if you need some motivation, please check out and appreciate the 10th Turbulence Training Transformation Contest winners at TransformationContest.com. Very proud of these people. Very inspiring. Incredible what they did. Um, you know, we had uh, two people lose 25 pounds. We had uh, winners in, in our four categories, which are men and women over 40 and men and women under 40. So please check them out and find the person that resembles your situation. Learn from them and put into place what they're doing, and you will succeed. All right, so let's move into this week's transformation tip for the week of Monday, April the 25th. And we're going to give you a transformation tip that responsibility is the key. Each of us is personally responsible for the results that we get. Once we accept how hard it is to lose fat, then it becomes quite simple. It just becomes a matter of following proven success steps with intense discipline. So it's difficult, but it's pretty simple, straightforward. And it's also true that who we associate with and what we truly believe about ourselves are two of the most important factors in our success. So make sure that you check out examples of men and women of all ages and backgrounds on the TransformationContest.com website to find people who overcame great obstacles to lose fat. Because if they can do it, so can you. All right, taking a look at my workout for this week, that's going to be our training tip. I'm on a four-day program. I'm using Jim Wendler's 531 program, which is a cool program for strength training. It's a lot of fun, very simple and straightforward, but it's also very hard because it just takes the work. But it's very simple because... Really, results come from hard work and following a proven plan. And Jim is a man who has squatted a 1,000 pounds, so he knows what he's doing. So I'm doing a, uh, a jump exercise first, which is a little bit of a variation from his program. Then I'm doing my regular squat on his 5-3-1 system, which we talked about in last week's call. Then I'm following that up with a split squat and a exercise called a glute ham raise, which needs a specific piece of equipment that my gym has. Yours may not, but you could do a stability ball leg curl and a one-leg stability ball leg curl. It's a very difficult exercise, so you can use that instead. Now, into Tuesday, we have our first of three research reviews. And this one is not from a scientific journal, but from a trade journal called Ace Fitness Matters. And they wanted, they basically reviewed this uh, kettlebell workout study. So they wanted to see how much of an aerobic workout you could get with a kettlebell and how many calories you could burn. So they had 10 men and women between, between the ages of 29 to 46. So they weren't really, you know, young college people. They were just, you know, average people. And they performed a kettlebell workout by doing kettlebell swings and lifting exercises for 20 minutes. And they were all experienced with kettlebells. And they found that the average participant burned 20 calories per minute, which is incredible. It's an incredible amount of calories in 20 minutes. Now, that's equivalent to running a six-minute mile, which is very fast, and doing that for 20 straight minutes. So they credit the rapid calorie burn to the interval training format, the metabolic resistance format of kettlebell workouts. 
In addition, they found that there was a high heart rate and very high oxygen uptake. So it's good news for people that are looking to do metabolic resistance training with kettlebells, and they're going to get a lot of results because you're going to burn a lot of calories in a short amount of time. I highly recommend that you visit kettlebellworkouts.com to learn more from Chris Lopez, who's a certified turbulence trainer and a kettlebell expert. He's a RKC kettlebell certified. All right, now into Wednesday's workout. In this week's call, we're only going to go over two of the four workouts in my program. So we've gone over the squat workout, which I typically do on a Sunday morning, although I may do it on a Saturday. I did it last Saturday, and I'll probably do it again this Saturday because the gym will be on different hours for Easter Sunday. And so on Monday, I always do my bench press workout. And, you know, sticking with a typical meathead who bench presses on Monday, I just happen to be on my second day of the week at that time. So right now I'm using a... I'm using the 531 program, which means in my first week of the program, I'm on three sets of five. And I'm using an exercise called the, or a bar called the football bar, which you can find at Elite Fitness Systems. EliteFTS.com is where you can find this bar, and it has different handles on it. So you can do kind of a close grip press, and it, it protects your shoulders a little bit. So I'm using, using the fo- football bar, sorry, and I'm pairing that with a T bar row, and then I'm doing dumbbell incline presses paired with underhand seated row, and I'm doing a bodyweight tricep extension using the rings. Now, you could use uh, Elite Fitness has blast straps. You could use those, or you could use the TRX for your uh, bodyweight triceps. And so that's it, and my upper back is pretty beat up from that workout, plus I did a little bit of kettlebell workout yesterday. Now into Trainer Thursday, and our trainer tip of the week is a bit of a nutrition tip, and, and at a recent turbulence training seminar, I had nutrition expert Brad Peel on there speaking about a whole bunch of topics ranging from his Eat, Stop, Eat program to metabolism-boosting foods. And he exposed the truth about metabolism-boosting foods, showing research that no food or supplement could possibly increase your metabolic rate enough to have any long-term impact on your fat loss. So the harsh truth is that we need to focus on eating less and avoiding mindless eating. There's nothing that you can eat that's going to burn so many calories that it's going to overcome bad nutrition habits. You can't eat more food to burn more calories. Even people that overeat, yes, their metabolic rate goes up a little bit, but it's a fraction compared to the calories that they consumed. So you have to avoid the handful of food here, the nibble of food here that adds up to just enough calories to keep your a weight loss at a plateau. And this is particularly true with the worst that a food is. So if you're nibbling on nuts, that's not as bad as nibbling on chocolate-covered nuts because the sugar, whatever it is, the extra carbohydrates, for some reason, those are stored as fat more than when you consume whole natural foods like almonds. So I challenge you to take a good hard look at your daily eating habits and see if you are justifying unnecessary calories that will shut down your fat loss. Okay, moving right along into Facebook Friday. We're having some great Q&A sessions over at TurbulenceTrainingFanPage.com. And now, to be honest with you, this first question actually comes from a magazine interview that I did a while back, and I was talking about helping women lose body fat. And so the interviewer asked me, any last thoughts for helping women looking to drop body fat and tone their body. And it was three simple words that I said that's 
you know, you might think I have a bit of an attitude when I say this, but it's just, just trust me. I know my answers aren't politically correct. You know, I don't tell you to go and do more cardio. In fact, I tell you to do, I tell you that cardio is a waste of time, and I truly believe that. And the truth is you have to be very strict with your diet, and a lot of people are lying about what they're eating. And so you really do have to take a good hard look at what you're, what you really are eating over the course of the day. And going back to that quote that I mentioned before, if you accept that fat loss is difficult, that's when it becomes simple. Because if you accept how hard it is and you accept the planning and preparation and sacrifice that you have to put into it, then you'll realize that, hey, it's just a matter of me finding this proven system like turbulence training or burn the fat or dive solution program or whatever it is, finding that proven system and having the discipline to follow it. And that's the truth. If you accept that it's difficult, you're going to realize that shortcuts don't work and that you don't deserve success if you haven't earned success. Now, it's not your fault that you're in this fat loss mess, but if you work hard and follow the turbulence training nutrition guidelines and the turbulence training nutrition workouts, or turbulence training workouts, and you follow them as planned out and you follow them with discipline, and yeah, you maybe get a little off track on the weekend, but you get right back on track on Monday, then you will succeed. All right, and our second question, this one was posted on Facebook today. It was, what would your exercise splits look like if you could only work upper body for about a month? This person had ankle surgery. They're working with a therapist on that. But they're cleared to train upper body only. And so I said, well, I guess we're going to do a nice balanced program. We're going to train twice a week. On workout A, we're going to do chest press type exercises. So some people call that horizontal pushing. And we're going to pair that with rowing type exercises, which people call horizontal pulling. So horizontal push-pull. In your workout A, I would say two exercises for each. You don't need to do four exercises for chest. You can just do two of three to four sets each, and you'll get strong. Uh, you could even use the 5-3-1 system for this. And then on your second workout, a couple of days later, you're going to do vertical push and vertical pull. So vertical push is shoulder press, rear, or, uh, you know, you could even – do, it's basically anything for your shoulders when you're doing the vertical pressing. But, you know, obviously a dumbbell press or military press is a vertical pressing. And you're going to pair that with vertical pulling, which are chin-ups or pull-ups. And then you're probably going to do a little bit more upper back work in there as well. And you can do the 5-3-1 for your bench press on the first day and 5-3-1 for your military press on the second day if you're using Jim Wendler's fantastic program. And you can get 5-3-1 at EliteFTS.com. Oh, and I also mentioned that you may want to slip in a bonus fun session of workout C, which is going to be some arm exercises, so biceps, triceps, a couple exercises each. Don't go overboard and do four exercises for four sets each. That's just ridiculous. All right, so those are great questions. And I'm trying to do more Q&A. I'm pretty busy these days, but I'm going to try and slip some more in in April because I'm around quite a bit. And so you can join me for 20-minute Q&As, usually around 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time at TurbulenceTrainingFanPage.com. All right, now into Saturday, we got our second of three research studies to review. This is our social support research, and it's from the Journal of Medical and Internet Research. Is Who knew there was even a journal about that? But it's called The Associations of Internet Website Use with Weight Change in a Long-Term Weight Loss Maintenance Program. And so researchers from Kaiser Permanente in Portland compared two 
long-term weight maintenance interventions in 348 subjects now. About 60% of these people were women, and about 60% of these people were white. So I think 38% were African-American. And so what happened was they had all these people went through a six-month phase one weight loss program where they lost at least four kilograms in a 20-week program. And then they put them into three groups. They put them into personal contact or Internet uh, website contact or no treatment, so three groups. And what they found was the Internet treatment group, which focused on an interactive website for support of long-term maintenance, uh, it had features encouraging weekly logging in for your weight, it encouraged short-term goal setting, created, creating action plans, and reinforce, reinforcing self-management habits plus motivational modules, daily tips, and tailored messages. So it had a lot. It was like turbulence. It was like the TT members site, uh, ttmembers.com is where we have our form for turbulence training. And so they also broke the Internet group up into, into three, so based on how many times people went in there. And so they had consistent, some usage, and minimal. And so what they found was in the consistent user group, they were more likely to be older and not African-American and more educated. So if you were educated and older, you tended to use the website more, according to this research. And they found that minimal website users were only – the only thing that, was, that really kind of set them off was that they didn't attend a whole lot of weight loss sessions in that first six months when they lost all the weight. So they were doing these group meetings, and they didn't tend to go to those things. And they also actually had a higher initial body mass index. So maybe they were just a little more um, intimidated or frustrated or didn't believe in themselves. And so looking at uh, variables most associated with less weight regain, so it's a little bit disappointing because the average person gained weight, but the person who gained the, back the least amount of weight tended to log into the website more often, tended to spend more time on the website, tended to enter their weight in more often, tended to enter their workouts in more often, and use more of the other features on the website. So I've mentioned this before. I've talked about other research that showed this, that people who have the most success with their weight loss program use an online weight loss forum the most. And this is interesting on this site, is that the more they use the other features of the website, the better their success. So that actually is a kick in the butt to me to put more features on my site to get more people interacting and spend more time on the site and therefore have more success. All right, into Sunday, our nutrition day. And I'm bringing you a study that I thought about not bringing you because it's very controversial and it's from the Journal of Obesity, and it's called Greater Weight Loss and Hormonal Changes After Six Months of a Diet with Carbohydrates Eaten Mostly at Dinner. Yes, that's right, eating most of your carbs at dinner in this study, and they actually found that it may have worked. So it was an Israeli study, and first of all, understand that all these subjects were on a low-calorie diet. And then they put these people into two groups, and they're actually 78 obese police officers. So they were obese police officers on a low-calorie diet and put into one of two groups. In the second or in one group, 
it was the control group, they just ate a low-calorie diet and that's it. The second group was told to eat a low-calorie diet, but all of their carbohydrates at dinner, surprisingly. And so what they found was a greater weight loss, greater belly fat loss, greater fat loss overall found in the carbs at dinner group. Now, remember, this is a low-calorie diet, so it wasn't like you could eat all the pasta you wanted at dinner, but it was when they ate their carbohydrates. And they found that hunger scores were lower and that health improvements were greater in the group that ate their carbs at night. Now, I guess if you think about it, if you eat a whole bunch of carbs in the morning, that tends to make some people hungrier over the course of the day by messing up with their blood sugar or whatever of the reasons that causes hunger. So that may be an explanation here, but they found that for people on a diet, eating carbs at dinner was not only fine and was not something that was bad for them, but was actually the better approach. So that's about as topsy-turvy as anything you've probably heard in terms of fat loss these days and nutrition, but something that you may want to consider. Now, one thing I want to say about diets is that I believe that all diets work, almost all diets work. You know, there's some really crazy diets that I don't believe either work or should be followed. But most diets, most sensible diets work, and it's really about matching the right diet to your personality and your behaviors. So if you can control your calorie intake and eat carbohydrates at dinner and not at any other time of the day, and this sounds like something you're interested in, it may be something you want to give a shot. Now, if you're the type of person who wakes up in the morning and doesn't want to eat breakfast, but we'll be okay with a protein shake, maybe uh, you know chicken breast and salad at, at lunch, and maybe some almonds as a snack and green tea. And then at dinner time, you know you want to have a potato with your salmon. You know what? That might be an approach for you. So consider it. Consider everything that goes into your fat loss success, and that may be the diet that will help you out. So, more controversy next week, I'm sure. I'll be bringing you a diet versus exercise study, plus the other two workouts from my latest four-week program. So, thank you for being on the call, everyone. Have a happy Easter, and check out everyone with their successful transformations at transformationcontest.com. This is Craig Valentine from TurbulenceTraining.com, wishing you another great seven days of fat burning. Bye-bye, everyone.